back to Cruise Control. It is Monday, March 6th, 2023. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for being here at Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host, of course, Brian Cruz. Thank you again. Thank you again. Thank you again. And tonight's a little special night. It's a boys' night. So joining me tonight, it's a boy. <laughs> it's not ladies' night. It's a boys' night. Joining me tonight is Mr. Jake Slanecki. Jake, welcome to the program. How you doing tonight, man? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy Monday. You have a good day? Happy Monday. Yeah, it was a good day. Uh, slow day for me, um, but a good day. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to have some fun because also joining us here today is Mr. Mike Casey. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you doing tonight, Mike? Hey, wow. Boys nights. That that makes it a special night, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I, it's I the most mention, special. I wanted to mention because I know, I, I don't know if my gain is set right. Do I sound okay? Um, yeah, you sound good. Yeah, uh, I, I know because uh, Sabrina couldn't join us here tonight. She wanted to make sure that I that I let everybody know that uh, a this is a very this is a safe space for nerds and very safe. All, we should all feel free to quote however many Tolkien Hobbit references like don't nerd out dragons. any any way any way that you want to express yourself in those regards is good and also that. She also wanted to make certain that we knew that none of us looked like Modoc from Ant-Man <laughs> Quantumania at all. She said yeah. that, she said Took that, that back. never something she would think. No, nope, never. That, that was, Not that a million was years. the most important thing. She she texted me right right before uh right before you started. So yeah. And yeah, she I'm, wanted I'm, to make sure that was that, you know, that's, out that's there. The, that's the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have Sabrina for Mondays and Tuesdays anymore for the foreseeable future. So we'll be switching around, doing some things. Maybe we'll off some Mondays and Tuesdays. We'll see. We're going to try to keep trekking through regardless. So you might see some new faces, some familiar faces, some fresh faces, some not so fresh faces. I think that's the same thing I'm saying across the board. <laughs> some dirty faces. Some dirty, anyway. <laughs> sweaty. Some very sweaty. dirty faces. Some sweaty, dirty faces. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we got to dive right into everybody. So now. Now it's time for some breaking news. All right, everybody, we're diving right in as always. And the first thing I want to talk about very quickly is Stranger Things. Now, Stranger Things, I've been wondering, everybody's talking about like, season five's coming up. We talked about the musical before, but season five hasn't even started shooting, everybody. Hasn't even started shooting. So you've had a long time to wait for Stranger Things final season. Hopper actually was talking about it and he was saying that, you know, it's a different season. Like, I'm going to call him Hopper. Screw it. He said it's a new season. He said his character's actually, like, not in jail anymore. So he's going to put a little, bit, a little bit of weight on for this new season. And he says it's time for the show to end. As a lot of cast think it is, it's time for the next chapter in their careers, their lives, and for us to finally get a fulfilling ending to the story. So it's coming. We don't know when. Like I said, they're starting in June, so they're probably going to have five months of shooting, post-production. We're probably going to get this until next year for sure. So, you know, hold on to your seats. It's coming, but not yet. Something that is doing great, though, that is happening is Cocaine Bear. I just love talking about Cocaine Bear. Why not? We just keep bringing it up. So Cocaine Bear now has made its money back. It has made $52 million right now globally. $30 million budget. That's a pretty good win for Elizabeth Banks' first directorial debut. 
pretty huge. And a movie about a, a, a bear drugged down on cocaine killing people, I mean, hell, seems pretty good. It seems to go in. So they made, uh, yeah, $14.1 million globally, and the rest uh, here, $52 million over here. So, yeah, it's, it's great. I think it's a great movie, and I think people have liked it. So keep it going. Cocaine bear, not going to stop. And something going away is Rachel Ray. That kind of rhymed, didn't it? Rachel Ray is going away. <laughs> so Rachel Ray has had a talk show for 17 seasons. Wow, and I, I'm, that's <laughs> forever. That's generations for, in Hollywood time. Oh, my God. It blows my mind. Daytime syndication, everybody. Uh, but they've had a considerable decline in ratings in the past few years. No, daytime, she, TV, daytime TV? No. Really? Yeah, yeah. And she's working on the Food Network. So she's got her own stuff going. And she just says, you know, I have other opportunities, other jobs. I think it's time for this to go away. Step aside. It's been a great run. I mean, 17 fucking years. That's that's pretty awesome, actually. Her, her audience is going to follow her wherever she goes. Like, Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why she would even bother with terrestrial TV at all. Like she could Ooh, terrestrial TV. Anything terrestrial, yeah, because because the broadcast waves follow along the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, creep, they, creep, they creep into your house through the gutters, mm-hmm. and, and streamline in and yeah. attack you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure, um, just, just like Rachel Ray, just like We're Rachel Ray. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I'm happy for her. She had a good run, though. I was shocked when I heard she was still on. This is not really my cup of tea. I'm not really demographic for this, I guess. But if you loved Rachel Ray, this is a sad day for you. because you're. What's your, uh, what's your Snoop Dogg collaboration coming out, man? Uh, 2025. 2025? <laughs> Dude, put that on the books because it's going to happen. <laughs> if it happens, that would be awesome if it's actually in 2025. I would laugh pretty hard. <laughs> well, as she's going away, something that's happening for the very first time, which was actually pretty awesome. If you watched the uh, Cinematographer Awards last night, uh, Big, big award went through. We're talking about the best visual storytelling in a feature film award. For the very first time, it went to a female DP for the production of Elvis. That's right. Elvis won for best storytelling in a feature award. And this was by Mandy Walker. Now, she's the very first female to win this award. And she said this is for all the females in the future that get nominated and for all the future females that actually win. And she's doing this for them and for all of everybody that's ever had a chance to be a cinematographer for a female. It's it's a big win. It's huge. It's huge. And Elvis is very breathtaking. If you watch that movie, the cinematography is fantastic. So this makes sense to me. She's also up for the Oscar too. So who knows? Maybe she'll win that too. But of course, cinematographers, their their awards, they don't have as many categories. So it's very big to win this, you know? It's huge. So I'm very excited to hear this. And um, I was, you know, I think it's great for 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 crew across the board. I think it's great for women that do this job that you don't get this opportunity, you know? I think it's awesome. And, and, and really it shows cool. it. If That's you've cool. seen That's this movie, really it shows yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks excellent. Yeah, so I mean, it makes sense does, for me yeah. that she win this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we'll see what other awards this movie gets at the actual Oscars. But for a cinematographer, it's like this is like cha-ching, you know, it's great. So okay. hopefully it leads the way for more women in the future to have this opportunity because, mm-hmm. hey, her work shows. It shows that she knows what the hell she's doing and she deserves it. So, yeah. So as she's doing that, something else that is coming back is another alien movie. Yep, another alien movie. Now, we talked before about an alien TV series. That's still happening. There's an alien TV series happening, but there's also an alien movie, everybody. These are totally separate. They're not going to interact. They're their own worlds. And the director said it's going to – 
it's going to bring life into this. He's, the director is from uh, Don't Breathe and 2013's Evil Dead. He directed that as well. Oh, and, yeah, that's, uh, he, that's a good that's a good fit with the alien vibe, man. I yeah, like Fede Alvarez, you know. Yeah. yeah, like I think it makes sense. He's a forty, uh, you know, it's a forty three year old franchise. So I think it's freaking nuts. Jimmy. But Ri Ridley Scott is actually Holy producing cow. it. Of course, he is. Ridley Scott's like, hell yeah, I'll be involved with this, you know. And um, you know, he did the pre he did the prequel series. He did Prometheus. He did the original Aliens. Like he's been and wrapped up in this whole world forever. And as I said, this is not going to connect with Hulu's FX. Uh, TV series in 2023, but they're saying in this ninth entity in the immense, uh, it's going to be uh, in the future, and uh, a group of young people on a distant world find themselves in the confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. So <laughs> not, very, very vague. I feel like a lot of these, you know, Super initial vague. get ready. Elon. Yeah, all, the, oh, all these. There's, there's a scary monster. Look out, everybody! Watch out. Aliens yeah. coming, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Lurking in it's, a crater. <laughs> it's right. so you would think when you announce something like this, you'd actually have more to say, you know, as opposed to like we're doing this. So either here's... they don't have anything or they're just trying to be evasive because they've got a big one to drop on us. Right? Hopefully, hopefully yeah, Huge. hopefully they've got big, big uh ideas to drop <laughs> on us. That would be great. Right. Yeah, I hope so. Of course, it's on a different planet. That's going to be fun. Usually they're on a spaceship or, you know, the aliens have fought the predators on Earth before. That's about it. You know what I mean? But I, I still like that movie. I still think that was fun. And the Prometheus ones went off world too, but it wasn't like this. To me, this sounds like they're probably going to have another civilization. Maybe humankind branches off to a new planet and the aliens come and attack. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But it's coming, can everybody. Can we do a spinoff episode? I would love to. There's been so many alien incarnations now. Like, I would really love just to talk about these movies because they've been so much throughout the development of American civilization. And I can easily see, like, oh, you're talking about uh, evil, an Evil Dead director, which was right. Like, they were clearly already influenced by Alien. So we're talking about Alien influencing Evil Dead, influencing Alien. Like, it's... It's really cool, and there's a lot of stuff. So I, I, it's just sorry, sorry to bug everybody. I just think that that's something that we could talk about forever. Because I'm we totally massive, could. I'm a massive fan of the franchise, and even the movies that people aren't massive fans of. And I'm trying to think. There's another show recently with a bunch of cyborgs that was really great, great too that they canceled. So. Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. I love the science fiction. You know, it's it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And and even you talk about Evil Dead. Uh, Bruce Campbell just recently announced, I think it was yesterday or today, that he said that they're working on an animated movie where he would come back to play Ash. So he oh, says his voice, yeah. he says, he goes, my voice is still about the same age, but my body is not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why he said he can't be physically Ash anymore, but he'll do his voice again. Him and Sam Raimi are working on it. So you never know, it might be nice. something great too coming. I, I would, I'd be down for that. I would totally be down for that. Um, something else that's coming back. Now, this is something I didn't really hear about before, but apparently there was a show called The Windsors that took place in the UK. Now they're coming back. The Windsors are coming back for what? King Charles's coronation. That's right. They're going to make a special making fun of his coronation because, like, why not? They, they apparently made fun of the royal family for three seasons. And so now they said, let's have a revival just because. You know, he's he's taking the he's taking the crown, so let's have some fun. So comedian Harry Enfield is the one that's behind this. Uh he's gonna unleash chaos ahead of the coronation in May. 
Uh, this is a Channel 4 comedy, apparently. So the Windsors is returning for this coronation special and uh, taking and making fun of the uh, monarch. For me, they said they're also going to bring in their actors who play Harry and Meghan. Apparently, they have cast members that have played them. They're also being kind of sly on social media, being like, we don't know if we can show up or not. We might miss this one as if they're playing the part, Come you know. Yeah. I, I know. They first launched in 2016 with this show. Like I said, it spawned three seasons, two specials, and a musical stage production as well. And the last time they were on was in 2021. So they're coming back for this because it's a good time for some comedy, they think. So, and of course, Harry and Meghan have been in the news constantly, as we've been talking about before. They don't go away. And they just lost their home, their their vacation house in the UK. The king took away their vacation home. He actually gave them the boot. He said, we're foreclosing on you or some shit. I'm like, well, I, I'm I, like hate, I hate it when the, when the king just phoned up to take away your vacation home. Jake, <laughs> yeah. don't you hate that shit? I know, don't it happened last week. Yeah. And man. then, well, like, I was halfway there too. I was like on the road with everything packed, <laughs> and they're just like, "No, you can't. Sorry, sorry. Hey, Turn hey, your ass around. Go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get that. No more no, vacation for you. It's it's vacay. It's vacay in California. Stay there now in your thirty million dollar home. That's that's good enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> Slum it in your thirty million dollar home. Yeah. This stuff is never going to go away. But I thought it was funny that they're, you know, of course this stuff's <laughs> happening. Like we talked about South Park before was making fun of Harry and Meghan because of their whole situation too. You know, their, you know, their I, privacy I, I tour. I defended them, man. I'm, I'm your you defend did. You the did. Royals guy. I remember you're going to use You are. You are. Mike, what I, do you think? I, I, do you think it's good they're making fun of them or do you think that they should leave them alone? Uh, these are not mutually exclusive options. That's great. They're making fun of them <laughs> because, because South Park is making money on it. It's great that these royals are complaining on multiple media outlets because we're giving their attention and that's selling advertising dollars so why the shit would they not be doing it like yeah. good for good for them it's it's our fault for enabling basically it's it's a codependent relationship between uh between um uh the american public and the wealthy so i don't know how much i can get into that right now but it's i blame myself is what i'm trying to say <laughs> he took it away to give it to his, <laughs> his oh, pedo yeah. brother yeah, truth, truth. truth also, also also hi rachel thanks, hi, rachel. For, uh, thanks for being there you got some good things going on i'm gonna do my best with the chat here too because sabrina's not here and she usually runs the chat so i'll do my best with it but yeah <laughs> yeah I, it's 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 too funny it's just too funny of course they're gonna make fun of it i mean it's, it leads to humor doesn't it you see this stuff like it just leads to humor so there's gonna be more things like this coming Mike, you are being held captive. That's what Rachel said, too. Are you being held captive? Oh, yeah, this is my <laughs> trunk. Did you, were you not? Oh, wait, I, I talked about that beforehand. This is, uh, I, I constructed a, an audio booth. This is what I'm recording in. That's why I saw, why I, my voice sounds so mellifluous. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in here, I don't, I don't want to pull the blankets off of it, but it's a, it's a she very, said, look, very she, sophisticated. She also says it looks like Mike's in someone's trunk. <laughs> again, again, when I'm talking about things aren't mutually exclusive, we, one, one can record inside the trunk while one is being held captive. Like, <laughs> make the best of a challenging situation, and that's why I support the Royals. Yeah, yeah, you can support the Royals, you know, or hate the Royals. I mean, yeah, and that's why people are, you know, people are just like, people are going to make fun of them. It's just what it is. But you know what? People also make fun of Pokemon all the time, too. But doesn't stop a Detective Pokemon, Detective Pikachu to come out. Oh, number two. 
That's right. We're getting a second Detective Pikachu coming out. And I actually liked the first one quite a bit. It was Hell fun. yeah. Ryan Hell Reynolds yeah. did a great job being the voice of Pikachu. Hilarious. But the thing is, they're not really sure if he's coming back this time. They're saying that because of his schedule, it's he's not confirmed yet. The director, again, new director too, Portlandia's co-creator Jonathan Kresel is uh, is apparently taking over the directorship uh, for directorship for the uh, Detective Pikachu sequel. And like I said, yeah, it works. So I a new director. They're they're actually in early stages. There's no plot, nothing like that. They just announced it's coming. So if you like the original, which I I think it was pretty freaking good, it's funny, then you'll probably be excited about this. So more Pika Pika coming your way <laughs> it was so, it was so good dude i did not expect i didn't i had maybe I, it's because i had no expectations and expectations going into that movie but it yeah was intensely me good like i went to see it by myself in an empty theater at 7 30 in the morning and nice. I, maybe that had had some effect on it but that that movie was that movie was crazy good like and you know if they have any of the people involved on it and the like it looked Beautiful. It looked great. It looked really yeah. good. It, like, and all the P, all the Pokemons were awesome. They look, they looked fantastic. They did a good job mm-hmm. with the CGI mixture, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Brian for, uh, just say Brian for Pikachu. I'll take Pikachu. <laughs> Pika Pika, yeah. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about that uh, <laughs> but yeah this is coming if you liked it uh, jake i know you haven't seen this but it's something you should check out because it's a lot it's a lot of fun it really is oh, you, it's you, a fun you, you, haven't, you haven't seen the first one jake no i have not it's no. it's actually good i would actually recommend it like you okay. don't even have to suspend your your whole you know forebrain that much like it's actually okay. a pretty good movie in and of itself like and it's beautiful too so nice. yeah yeah cool yeah, check yeah out. So the second and, one is going to be really cool and Ryan Reynolds was hilarious in it. He did a great job. So I hope they get him back. If they don't, I'll do it. You know, talk about that. Yeah. Somebody that I think what is something else I don't like, everybody. I'm going to say it right now. And that's the new Flash season. Now, this is the last season. And they're bringing in Batgirl as the villain. But she's like Batgirl, Flash Girl from a different universe. Uh-oh. And... And, you know, it's the Red Death. It's the Red Death. That's the character she's playing. If you know the comics, usually Bruce Wayne is the Red Death. But they're switching it up, which is fine. That's great. You know, it's like Batgirl's established in this CW universe, so it makes sense narratively. And she's good. She's a good actor. I think she does a great job. But the way they did this, okay. Okay, everybody. The way they did this. So the first time she takes off her mask, she throws in the – they say, who are you? And she goes, I am vengeance. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna you can go Battinson on us. You're yeah. going Battinson on us. So they pulled the the the, the, uh, the <laughs> they pulled from the Batman and they had to do the I am Vengeance and they had that whole story as opposed to being on Batman. And it's like, are you trying to say that that she kind of falls into the CW Battinson world? Are they are they the same world or is it a tease like- for the fans? And then also, if, if 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 that is the case, cool. But also, are you just trying to do like a little nod to the Battinson fans? I don't know. But to me, I'm like, it just seemed cheesy. I was like, really, your vengeance. And then she started quoting like she like she went into the Battinson kind of brooding thing, and she's like, oh, she gets into her whole thing like Battinson did. I'm 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 this and I'm that and I'm the dark that will kill the night and I will. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, really? This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. And it's the very last season, so I get it's a big bad in a way. You know, it's it's a crossover thing too, which they love to do with the CW. But for me, I'm just like, I just feel like it just doesn't. I mean, you can't keep doing the reverse flash every fucking season though, which they do every season. It's 
seems like on that show. So at least yeah, it's something you know, different. If you're, if, if you're the CW, like I guess you can. Sorry, you know, I, I, I wanted to hop on that burning bridge with you, Brian. <laughs> I burn it down. I wa- I've watched every season of The Flash, so I, I'm I'm part of the problem. I'm still watching it, you know. But you know, <laughs> you're like building it as you're lighting it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm on that bandwagon too. But I, you know, yeah. for me personally, I'm still like this is still going. I guess I'm still watching. I love their crossover stuff, so maybe this will lead to a good crossover. But to me, uh, you know, most of the cast have left at this point. We know it's time for this show to move on. This is its last season. As I've said before, I think the craziest thing in the world is that they started pre-production on the Flash movie when season one was starting of the Flash TV show for the CW. And now nine seasons later, the Bat, or the Flash, the Bat Flash movie is coming out now, finally. So... It's weird they did nine seasons of a television show in the same time took one movie, but you know that's the way it goes sometimes in Hollywood. DC, DC yeah. has, you know, they they don't know what they're doing at all, and I no, think that the, no. I, the viewing public is aware of that, and they're voting I tell you, dollar. That's going to be up next. Like, hey, let's watch that movie is going to be <laughs> sick, though. That movie is going to be super sick. I know it'll be great. You know, I'm excited for it. So the the, the Bat Flash movie, and they just did a poll online saying. Oh, they yeah, did a poll oh, online. Yeah. Oh, that that trailer is really good, isn't it? It's really yeah, good. it's it's really freaking good. Yeah. It's really good. Keaton's killing it. Even the were they pushing on his face and he says, "I'm Batman." I'm like, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm really down for that. Like, it's it's a big like wink nod to the fans and stuff in the trailer, but it's fun, you know. It's cheesy. And, it's nostalgia. It's, it's yeah. Just- fascism coming for you at home like appealing appealing to the fact like oh you wish it was back like when you were a kid when ice cream cones cost a nickel and you can hop into a stranger's car on the highway but it's not you were were safe (laughs) Uh, no cracks in the Uh, sidewalk folks uh, walk too good too good Uh, but they did a poll online. It was today, and they were saying who was the best Batman. They did it across mm. the whole U.S. and who won? Keaton. Keaton wow. won. So the majority of the United States said that Keaton is the best Batman. So welcome back, Michael Keaton. Though? Can you what? Can you trust it? I guess. I guess you really can't. It's Let, you, know, you never know. Jake, Jake, do the breakdown, man. Get in there, Jake. I, I Can you know. trust that poll? That's the question, Jake. What do you think about that? I don't know. Depends on who's <laughs> paying attention to it already. Who are you, you know, who are you paying attention to, Jake? Who's the best Batman, me? man? Yeah, yeah, I, Jake. I, I don't watch stuff. So I don't really know. The movies. Come on. The movies. You, come on. You you've seen some of the movies, right, Jake? So who would be your best Batman? Batman Begins and The Dark Knight mm-hmm. are the two that mm-hmm. I've seen. Mm-hmm. So you would you'd be more in the Christian Bale bandwagon, right? I would have to be, because that's my only <laughs> reference point. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. me some Christian Bale. I think he's yeah. great as Batman too. So he, he's, 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 an about... he's an excellent Batman. He's a little bit postmodern in terms of in terms of vibe. Like he sees the darkness, and that's yeah. why he's yeah. the Dark Knight. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, someone that wouldn't be a good Batman though is Pete Davidson. So Pete Davidson's back in the news, everybody. Squirrely Pete Davidson, and you know I feel Squirrely bad for this guy. Pete. He's not a good Batman because he can't walk now. Is that what you're saying? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 shit. I I, I, I didn't 
I think I think you know even though they said there uh, were no drugs in his system, he was not drunk. I I think there was a copious amount of drugs in his system, and that's probably why I walked away from this car accident. Uh, but he apparently drove into someone's house with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so him and his girlfriend uh, Chase Sue uh, were unhurt in this car crash. They went at high speed into a house late Saturday. The police told the New York Post, but Davidson was driving Mercedes in Beverly Hills uh, with her, at, and they were going. They were saying a high rate. They won't say how fast they were going, but they went off the road. They struck a fire hydrant and continued into the side of a house, and uh, yeah, made a bunch of damage. Was, they was walked anybody away. hurt? Nobody was hurt. That's everybody was great, fine. Man. Yeah, That's great. I mean, who, who knows, dude? He could, he could have been looking at his phone. Like it could have been anything, yeah. right? Like, yeah, he, he is, is there been. a reason you think he was he was high on a, a potent cocktail of methamphetamine and heroin and <laughs> yeah. crack cocaine? <laughs> Yeah, like, you're, just, you're just well, looking to it, burn as many bridges as possible. It was around 11 p.m. Around 11 p.m. You know, I don't know. I'm just uh, like, oh, 11, they, right? The time, the cocaine the time, right? Right, got it. They, yeah, they yeah. said that he was crashing a party. Oh, GR said, oh, oh GR, shit, <laughs> he was crashing a party. But they were saying that you know, I think they said there was a light amount of THC in his system, which. I mean that makes sense. That man that is shit. It's fucking California, dude. Yeah. Also, the thing on top of that, like, yeah. I I feel for this guy. He has Crohn's disease, which I have Crohn's disease, and so like I feel for him being in pain. He says that weed's the only thing that actually helps him feel okay, which I get. I get that. You know, it's like you get go you go through a lot of pain, so you know you can't. Inflammatory action, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't blame the guy to like try to make himself feel normal, you know. So I don't know. I just felt this was kind of weird. I'm like I'm like, mm, do I believe? Do I believe that he was actually like sober? Who knows? You know, he might have been showing off for his girlfriend and is going too fast. You know, could have been. You never know. Nobody knows. You never know. Jake, you hear about this? What do you think? Do you think that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that uh, he was sober, or do you think that maybe there's more of the story that we're not hearing? Uh I don't know. I could see either scenario being true because uh, when when you first mentioned this story to me earlier, my first thought was Billy Joel crashing into the same house three times with a <laughs> different Ferrari. It was the same corner got him every time. It's so, wild. Like, and he that always sounds, hit the that same like house. Problem, problematic uh, traffic signs. <laughs> Maybe it would cause yeah. something like that. <laughs> well, he was. I think he was wasted probably. every time he did it. Yeah, but, probably um, wasted. I don't know. I mean, I mean. Mike's point about him trying to show off with a little bit too many, you know, horse torques under his butt might have done it too. It's hard to say. But. You never know. <laughs> he did have a lot of horse torques. <laughs> horse torques. He had all that the was, horse that torques. Was what they didn't. Brian had an exclusive on how many horse torques he had. They Thirty-five. They didn't release Thirty-five horse the, torques. They didn't release yeah. that to the press. That's yeah. That's the secret. That's the yeah. secret. But, you know, you just never know. Again, people are, like, speculating. This came out on TMZ, and, of course, the first thing they're saying is, like, well, maybe the cops are just, like, covering up a Hollywood thing because people always like to go that route, you know? Oh, he's a celebrity. You know, they hit the fucking celebrities hard, too, you know? Look at Alec Baldwin. He's probably saying, I'm a celebrity, and I'm not getting off too easy, you know? So, I mean, you just never know. So maybe he was fine. Maybe he was just showing off, having a good time. He's He lives in New York normally. He doesn't live out here. So maybe mm-hmm. he just doesn't know the area and he got into a car crash because he was just going too fast around a corner. Some of these corners in California too, it's like, you know, it just turns quick. It just turns massively quick, especially in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Like it's Four very curvy. Quarters. Like there's just like ninety degrees out of nowhere. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But you yeah, should right. stop before you attempt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do they expect us to stop? I mean, it's just like 
driver's license aren't the same here, you know, and roads aren't the same here. I'm just saying, that's, you know, that's true. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is, you know, not, not away from him for a second, but uh, in general, there's so many people from so, so many different walks of life that have learned how to drive in so many different parts of the world that live in this town that, of course, there's lots of accidents because people just drive differently. That's what it is. So it's almost like from you have to be on the, different parts of the world. There's a lot yes. of different people from different parts of the world <laughs> yeah. learning how to drive. I'm just saying tread carefully, right? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to get into. <laughs> I'm just saying we are in a melting pot of people that mm. Have learned how to drive different ways for yeah, different. The, the, the rules are different. Are different. They're like, different. Yeah, yeah. All over. All over the place. Yeah. Different. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so when you you put them all in one place like California, and there's like 10 million people driving, of course there're gonna be accidents. Shit's gonna go wrong. You know what I mean? So who knows what else circumstances were happening last night on or on, on Saturday night, 11 p.m. Who knows? Who knows? Mike, do you? So you lead to believe that this is probably just you know he was probably finally just showing off to his girlfriend or what? I'm with Jake on this. We have we do not have enough data. Like this sounds like, <laughs> this, this sounds like a SAT question. Like, and I'm gonna answer mm -hmm. E. Like, I don't have enough data to answer this question. Like, oh, we, mm -hmm. we could we could speculate. It depends on the kind of show you want to do, Brian. Really, it's, like, it's true. It's true. You just want to. I mean, I know you like to like bridge burning is number one, right? Like, I, I don't try to bridge burn. Trying, that's what we're trying. I don't try to, to bridge burn. I know. I know. I am. I am trying to push you into that box conceptually I, because your your boldness is giving me a good chuckle. <laughs> and so, and so I'm trying you know, to push you into that box. After 14 years living here, you just stop caring sometimes. You know what I mean? You just say it how it is. That's the point of cruise control. But just, you know, it's talking about shit. You know, we know what's happening. We don't know what's happening sometimes. And just sometimes we talk shit. Sometimes we don't. You know, this is what it is. You know, tell the news through our yeah. perspective. So yeah, it's not, you know, and you can't t trust us 100% for news because we are still uh, <laughs> we are still an opinion piece show, everybody. <laughs> we are still an opinion YouTube, piece show. YouTube doesn't require that to keep you monetized. Though, yeah, right, 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 right you know. That, see, he's volunteering that. There was no his lawyer did yes. not recommend that. Yeah, He's yeah. Just this is uh, letting letting 10, our, our audience know. Ten thousand so journalism here. <laughs> it's true. So did Pete Davidson just drive into that house? Or was he know. drunk? Or was he maybe sober and it was fine and he was shown off to his girlfriend? Who knows? Only time will tell. I tell you what, though, something we do know that's happening is there. A, there's a Lord of the Rings musical coming out, everybody. This is happening, and we know we've we've talked about a lot of these musicals these days. This is Gr's favorite story right a here. A new musicals. musical coming. Yeah, a lot of musicals. I I feel like that's like the big trend these days. Like take a big cool. franchise that's very popular, slap some music in that some bitch, and make a musical. You know what I mean? And even this, I read the description for this. It's going to the UK at first because the UK loves stage productions. So it's going to the UK. It's made at the Watermill Theater. It will uh, take place in a gorgeous, as they say, open air setting. Tickets for the Lord of the Rings go on sale March 15th. So if you want to watch Lord of the Rings, you want to see Frodo, it's time. Get in there. Get those tickets. And you read the premise for this. It's pretty much just the story of Lord of the Rings. It really is. They're saying it's a brand new production based on the classic trilogy as the Hobbits celebrate Bilbo Baggins 11T. 11T? First birthday. 11 as he gifts yeah. That's 11-1st. joke. It, smell, it sounds like snimity first. I don't know. As he gifts his nephew Frodo his inheritance, which of course is the precious ring. My precious, you know. He gives him my precious. And then the shenanigans occur on stage. So 
this is going to be fun. Maybe if you love the Lord of the Rings and you want to see it in musical form, you can see it in the theater. It's only a matter of time until it comes here to the UK, it of is, course. It, Brian, Brian it, it is a musical, though, to, to begin with, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, well, Rachel's well, saying it'll be 10 hours long. Yes, she's correct. Yes. Gerard said, Waters is saying, give me a break. Give me yeah, a break. Because it's going to be a 10-hour musical. You're going to need Ra- a break. I understand Rachel that, also buddy. said... Yep. Rachel also said, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's, I mean, it is, I, I would be remiss to not mention the fact that I have sung Tolkien songs like they're down, down to Goblin Town is present <laughs> in, in the in the Lord of the Rings text, or it's in it's in the Hobbit. It's it's already there. Like that so, wasn't too long ago. We were just doing no, that too. It was like, it was like <laughs> last week. Uh, they're like nine days ago. Uh, you think they'll use those songs, or will they try to change it? They're they're gonna they're gonna have to. I, I imagine right. that they'll probably ad- adapt them into a little bit longer and more traditional kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. down so down the goblin town Sabrina be so pissed about the content tonight it's kind of she'd probably be like what the hell <laughs> nerd she'll day be she'll be happy she'll say that we've created this safe space and mm. we're happy that we were able to talk about it yeah, <laughs> so, you're, you're right though everybody's like expanding into the um into the musical verse which yeah is, I know it's insane. I, I, I don't know. Is, is this is this a generational difference? Like, because I know that there's a big vibe. Like, I don't know if you talked to Lynn at all about this, but she's like, oh my God, like everybody starts singing immediately and I check out. Like I've, yeah. I'm a little bit less skeptical than that in general, but pretty much I'm the same way, unless it's going to be really super good. So you said, you said tickets start selling March 15th. Do they have, a, yes. do they have a launch date for this? Oh, this summer. The Ides of March. Don't buy them. Yeah, they, they haven't said the exact <laughs> time, but it's just pre-sales right now. So pre-sales, you know, get your pre-sales, and then uh, we'll find out more once they close pre-sales. It's like in a week. So, Jake, but yeah, you, say, you say beware, but I know you and me, we're just going to both grow our beards out. We're going to get our staffs. We're going to put on our yep. big wizard hats, and we're going to be standing in line together. For sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've done a form of this before, but this is like now grand scheme. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they've done a form of this. It's been developing for a while. And it's only a matter of time until it comes here to the States. Jake, is this something that you would watch or take your family to? Or do you think this is something you say hard pass on? It's a 50-50 mix for me because we just went and watched Footloose, a musical, like at the college here. And uh, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I kind of want to watch the movie now, you know? So it wasn't, but, you know, my wife and Charlie really enjoyed it. So we probably would go see it. Yeah. And, you know, if it is 10 hours long, I will need a break. Yeah. <laughs> intermission. It depends, on, it depends on how they. There's two intermissions. Uh, did they ever talk about like uh, what sequence the story would go through? Was it just following it's, the book? It's following that's, that's all three movies. It's thing, following yeah. all three movies. It's I mean, following the whole. They, they, really, they really can't push it. Must If you're pushing past like three four hours you're getting into angels in america territory and people are like let me let me go smoke a cigarette i'm not that interested in in this show anymore right but just Mm -hmm. think though like 
they could condense that down to like all three of those movies into a play. Oh, they right. could do that. Right. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff they could cut out, you know, to make it one full narrative. Honestly, you could do it easily. And, you I'm, know, you're I'm gonna upset. miss a lot. Of... I'm upset that I wasn't the guy to do it to just look at the scripts for the movies and go boot boot cross out that cross out cross that. Out this. Yeah, <laughs> don't need this. Let's, yeah. let's bring Here this over. Like, let's, do, let's do the songs. Yeah. We're ready. Square to root go. that like, some bitch right. and put, put it out there. Put you know, it on stage. Let's start blocking. Yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are some people out in the world who don't watch film or tv so going to the theater to see a, an iteration of a story maybe that's the only exposure they'll have to it so it, it could be you know, just because i don't necessarily want to watch it doesn't mean other people won't so it's interesting yeah it might open lord of the rings up to a whole new you know audience that just didn't really watch it before i mean mm-hmm. people have to know about lord of the rings but maybe no one wants to sit in a the theater for three hours for three hours three times you know what i mean mm-hmm. they'd rather sit for like a two-hour movie have an intermission or two-hour play have an intermission then go about their day i don't know mm-hmm. it'll be interesting so lord of the rings will frodo throw that ring into the volcano or will it be different there might be a twist you never know never know <laughs> i'll tell you a twist though <laughs> I'll tell you a twist. So we've been waiting to see this Star Wars holiday special actually out on Blu-ray or something forever. But instead of doing that, they said, let's bring out a documentary instead. Because George Lucas hates that this thing exists. 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 There's the word. Exists. Existences. Existences. (laughs) He's really upset that it exists. The state of existing. And, and, you know, he's been fighting this thing from coming out. So they decided to make in an actual documentary about it. The premiere of the trailer just came out. They really don't show much, like, all this shit. They don't like to show much. They have some interviews in there, like Weird Al, uh, Gilbert Gottfried, who we talked about recently, just passed away. He's in there. People are joking about it. I mean, they're saying it's going to have some never-before-seen video footage because of it being hidden away. And of course, this this special, if you don't know about it, it's about Chewbacca's family celebrating Life Day Life with celebrity Day. guests. The, the, uh, the Christmas of the Wookiees, right? The Christmas of the Wookiees. So this came out and, you know, they had all the main cast and it was part of their contracts. They did the holiday specials, an 70, hour special. Seven, seventy nine. Yeah. Was, was it part of their original contracts, Brian? Do you, do you I think it came. Fact? I think it was tied in. Yeah, I think it was tied Total into their for the, for, the sequel. for the second one, the sequel. Yeah, it was tied into yeah, that. Nice. And then they did the holiday special, and this did god-awful, horrible, so much so that after it came out, George Lucas like was denying it even existed, pulled it weirdly, from everything. Weirdly sexual, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, which is, you know, I, so I'm, I'm, I was on board. Like, I, I liked just the weirdness going on, but not really the family-friendly Star Wars that we're used to. Lots mm-hmm. of Wookiees, yeah, his, his whole family, right? Chewbacca's the whole, whole family. Wo- yeah. Yo, you put up a picture of my family. I said, put up a picture, <laughs> put up a picture of the Wookiees. <laughs> Your family is, you know, <laughs> I can see them fitting in with the Wookiees, though, Mike. You know, it looks like they would uh, be okay. That's an old <laughs> joke. I've used that joke before. I apologize. Mike, do you think this is a good thing or should they just release the holiday special and call it a day? I'm really interested in one, I guess, how they got the rights to do this because any, anything that, I mean, I, I haven't looked lately on YouTube, but it's been pulled always. Been, yeah. It's just, it's just been copies of VHS tapes previously. Like they said that, that uh, George Lucas burned the, t- the tapes. I don't know if <laughs> somewhere for him or, I mean, they weren't, they weren't tapes, the film or whatever. Or yeah. If they're, if they're the actual reels. Yeah. If the reels are still in a vault somewhere. Um, but I honestly do think that they have value just as a record of something that 
people really have strong feelings about now like um because <laughs> uh, maybe been billions and billions of dollars spent on this there's been um gazillions of toys created this has been hours and hours of children's lives of adults lives now of people dressing up like and, and I, have, have you have you guys both seen this like it's it's crazy i like weird stuff so i am into it it's very strange and and it's the first appearance of boba fett perhaps yeah. more importantly mm. well that's the thing it's like i feel like there is an audience for this especially because of the camp people might love it now and it's been so held back for so campy, long campy exactly that's the, uh, that's a good word to describe rachel said yeah. they named space jazz jizz that's Correct. an interesting story. Correct. Space Thank jizz. You. Thank you for reaching out, Rachel, and understanding that it's a safe space tonight so you can share that part of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nerding out with us here a little bit. She also said, let's have Fold CGI upgrade for this. You know, which, you know, which, you know, why not? Let's, 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 let's get our. I think it might be a joke. <laughs> either way. That was all noise I heard. Keep your day job, Gr said. It must have been about the last thing too. Yeah, I think um, that was about me. I think that was about me singing uh, "Lord of the Rings." Down, down I, I, oh no, maybe. I think so. Because Gr also said, "Give me a break too." So maybe that all ties <laughs> yeah. in. And Rachel said the last thing will probably be ten hours long, which could be ten hours long that musical. But yeah, maybe this. Maybe you know. They should just release this. Honestly, at this point, people have been asking for it. I'm kind of surprised when Disney bought all of Lucas films, they didn't just like, you know, they, they he can't say shit. Like, but again, you're right. The masters are gone. What are they going to do about it? You know, you can't do anything about it. I did hear someone had a remastered version online. Someone actually remastered it. So maybe they'll get it from them somehow. I don't know. This is like cinematic gold. Come here, everybody. Release it. Release the Wookiee cut. Come I, on. I, dude, I, I feel like there's a situation where like Grandpa Wookiee is staring at a hologram of some <laughs> hologrammatic babe that's just wiggling, and we're just watching her sing a song <laughs> for, for like for like six wiggling. minutes. And it's, yeah, and, it, and we're just wiggling. Like, huh, this, does this feel that appropriate for a family holiday special? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he told Mike to keep his day, day job. Yeah, that's what Gr was he saying. Did. Keep your he day. Did. Yep. It's me. I'll, I'll take the advice under advisement. Thank you, Gr. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Rachel. Grandpa, can you put that up, Ren? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. And she said, Grandpa she, Oki she was totally that. watching porn. Uh, Jake, I, I guarantee you haven't seen this, but you can. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let me just say this. So, okay. So you have this and you're George Lucas and you try to burn the footage, but you're dizzy now and you bought it. Don't you think that you would release this just because at this point? Like they're looking for content all the time. There's definitely a buzz behind it. They have nothing to lose. Wouldn't you release this if you could? Why do a documentary? What do you think? Uh, uh, well, it's smart business because they're going to stir up a bunch of interest and now people are going to want to watch it to see what all the fuss was about. Like, why didn't George want this out there? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so this documentary is going to transition into, okay, so now we have a reason to release this. So if yeah. they can. I don't know if it exists, if they have any of the content, but. Yeah. it might be on a vhs somewhere in somebody's basement and they could send it off you know yeah well i'd say like but they have the rights to it at this point they have the rights to all of star wars so i mean if they have it they own it like lucas can't say shit about it 
Right. And, and and as Rachel said, they are kind of acknowledging it a bit by actually releasing this documentary. You know, the fact they're actually going into it is a way of being like, maybe, maybe this will lead the way, you know, maybe they'll release this. If people have a big following with it, then they'll be like, they'll make a way to bring it forward. I think they should still mm-hmm. also release the original cuts of um, the Star Wars movies. They should release those on Disney yeah. plus like the original cuts before Lucas started going, I'm going to add something here. I'm going to add something there. I'm going to add something here. This would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? As opposed to doing that. Doing what he does. Yeah. George, you know what I mean? Michael Jackson Lucas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Brian, did you see um, on Di- on Disney Plus, did you see uh, the Christmas MCU, the Marvel special? I loved it. It was the Guardians. Bad. You didn't it like it? The, I loved no, it. It was the, I, it like it made me cringe. It gave me stomach like cramps. Oh, I like oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. I I uh, like the um I like Bacon in it. I thought Bacon did a good job, but he was fun. Like like Batiste with his little man. I want my little man. You know, like he had his little, little Dave had his little man. Pure, I like that. It was pure fan service. Like, oh, it's totally down, fan service. Down. Like there was totally there was fan zero service content. Like yeah. Hey, Dave yeah, is a friend okay. of the show, okay. man. Okay. Don't okay. talk oh, yeah. trash about All right. Dave. All right. All right. I will talk trash about Dave Batista. All right. I, I understand now. I know where we're at. Something people might be talking <laughs> trash about a little bit. Don't talk trash about Dave Batista. Some people might oh. be talking trash about, I mean, they'll be fine with it. I'm not sure, but this is a controversial subject I want to talk about. And that's what California is doing right now with their tax incentives. So right now, California is saying that if you do not make your film crew diverse enough, we are not giving you tax incentives. So they're releasing this now. This is something new that's happening. So there's only a 4% tax incentive that California does give out to their crew or to their productions. So 4% of your actual budget. Okay, cool. But they're saying that under this new proposal that the Newsom put out there, that productions that fail to meet the diversity goals will lose 4% of their tax credit allocation. This is a five-year extension of the state's $330 million tax credit they're putting out there right now. Productions that receive the credit would be required to submit a diversity work plan, which under this must commit to hire crew that is broadly reflective of the state's demographics. All right. So, I mean, on paper, it sounds, it sounds right. You know what I mean? But they're going to, if they, if they fail to make good faith attempt to meet the hiring goals or fail to submit a plan, the California film commission will deduct 4% from their budget. Apparently. And they said it has to be based off race, ethnicity, disability status, and gender in order to have a crew that is more diverse. So when I heard about this, uh, the one thing I think, though, my only worry about this is, like, I get it. I, on paper, it sounds great. We should have, everybody should have an opportunity. Of course, 100% across the board. But the thing is, though, some producers might just walk away from California. I mean, if you think about it, like if they have to, if you're trying to tell them how to hire people, some people, they're already leaving. People are already leaving California. So, I mean, they're talking about trying to bring film back. Some people might get mad about this. Honestly, that's how this world works right now. Don't tell me who to hire, you know? Or there's also people that maybe could do the job better than somebody else. I mean, there's a lot of things that can go into this. For me, honestly, on paper, it sounds it sounds smart. Like, oh, yeah, you're trying to help, like make it an even, even keel, open field. But I just think it could cause problems with producers and with the state and with already our, our, our productions that are leaving the state. Because most goes other states is because there's better tax incentives as it is. So now you're saying I'm going to get that, that measly 4%. People might leave. Mike, you hear about this. Do you think this is going to affect the film industry here in California, or do you think that it will be fine and it'll just be it won't be a big deal? That's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting thought that you're bringing. Like, if you want to hire white people, 
fuck off back to Virginia. Like they got, (laughs) they got great incentives too. Like that's awesome. I'm I'm wondering, is it, um, are the incentives like, uh, are they scheduled so that you like the, that the, you're hiring the number of people that are representative of the actual demographics? Yes, yeah, based off of the California state demographics. So broken down by how many people are, you know, each ethnicity, each gender, each disability, you have to have a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, that's that's uh, it seems like they're trying to enact a, enact a progressive agenda, which I think it's really good to be proactive about. Um, I, I'm, I'm remiss to have this conversation with three cisgendered white men. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, right. Because I, I, know. Think that, I think that the Internet is probably mm. full of these kinds of discussions. <laughs> a lot. Um, so uh, uh, so. Uh, I, I I just want to say that any anything that uh, you know is is giving people opportunities that may not have had opportunities due to unfair systems. Yeah, like, I, I'm 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 for that, and I understand that that can be that that can be challenging in different ways. But in terms of the thing that you were saying, like oh maybe. Um, producers won't be as inclined to spend their money in LA. Like that, th- that is exactly the kind of leverage that I think that we should be working on. Say, oh, tough. You don't, you don't want our business the way that we want to, that we want to share it with you. Like because we're trying to um, move forward as a, as a species, as a group of people, then get out of here because we've got good stuff and people will come that that want the good stuff that we have. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. But the thing is, like, there's been a lot of people leaving California. That's my only worry. That's why I said there's been a lot of productions that are going away. There's so many generations of people that have worked in this industry for years and years and years. A lot of that, a lot of that has to do with property values, though, too. Right. And about it does about it does things that are maybe affecting what those property values are. And and, but producers are always looking to save a buck, though, too, Mike. They're always looking to save a buck. They can find a way to leave. They will leave like like Georgia. I don't think it's going to affect Georgia. People are still going to go to Georgia. Because the tax said, I said Virginia before I meant uh, Georgia, no, right? It's yeah. fine. But I'm, I'm saying Georgia. I don't think that's going to stop people from going to Georgia because the tax mm-hmm. subs are so much better, and it's a right to work state, so they're mm-hmm. cheaper across the board. So that's 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 why I'm like I'm Georgia like this is totally have you, Brian. Producers need true. they need they need you in in LA busting your ass. Like that's what they their production really needs. But that's that's I mean, that's that they do they do need me. But all I'm saying is like <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is that like I just you know I just. That I have to get both sides. I just worry about film in general, and I think it's a good thing. I mean, most sets are already very diverse, so that's the thing. Like most people, most most crews are, you know, across the board. And you work on a set, most are very diverse here in California, so it might not well, affect well, good, anything. Good that you know, it, it might not affect, affect anything, anything, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I just worry about producers trying to like hire hire fire people and putting money in their pocket. You know what I mean, or something like that. That shit happens. There's shenanigans all the time. If we're gonna show if, if you're under budget. A UPM a lot of times gives themselves a benefit. They'll, they'll pocket money. They'll find ways to pocket money. That's I just look at the business side. They might this might make ways for them to put money in their pocket sometimes. I don't know. We'll see what happens, Jake. Do you think this will affect the film industry negatively here in California, or do you think this is you know it'll be fine and it'll be the same, but you know business as normal? Well, it's hard to say, you know, like Mike said, that sounds like they're trying. And anytime you have an idea like this, you have to pursue it, but you have to pursue with caution because if you're going to, as soon as you force somebody to, you know, in in the name of equity, sometimes you make it unequal because if you're going to, if you're going to offer this to somebody 
by right, essentially, then somebody else isn't going to get it. Now, whoever that is, it could go anyway. Um, so I think, you know, their heart's in the right place. But like you, it's just what is the ultimate outcome of it? And it might just be a tax incentive because, like you said, um, all of these productions are probably already diverse and they probably already qualify. So yeah. um, if that's the case, then there's just a way to give some money back and put it, put it on paper, have a paper trail for it. The reason for it, yeah. you know, and maybe some that aren't, well, maybe whip them into shape. You never know. They might just need mm-hmm. that, that 4%, especially some low budget stuff that shoots, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They, they might just need that, would, that extra money. That would affect, that would affect low budget stuff. Cause then that's yeah. a lot of like, what? you know, per- personal contacts and friendship relations. So you could see that maybe being a little bit more stratified in terms of race, maybe like, so for that, sure. that would be, that would be a good yeah. encouragement for sure. Yeah, I thought this was very interesting. This was actually moving forward. Like I heard this, and they they're talking about how they're I mean, they have more productions coming this this year. They have higher productions that are coming to California than any year before, and they're expecting to spend more money towards tax incentives because of that, which is good. We need more jobs here. We just need more jobs. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of times they they cut. You know, it's funny we had the governor for a long time as our governor. And we never, he never added tax incentives that would actually keep people here. It's just like, doesn't make sense to me. You think you have an actor. Now we have the Newsom and the Newsom, he's, you know, I mean, he's not really been doing shit for us either. So um, <laughs> I just hope that he just brings more jobs here for the people that work in Hollywood because we're Hollywood, right? We're fucking Hollywood. Everyone says they're supposed to be making the most jobs here, right? We have everybody in the world that makes movies here the, in Hollywood. The money, the money is there, Brian. <laughs> like, yeah. It's there. Don't worry. Yeah. existential crisis but, and you realize but, it's not exactly what it looks like <laughs> before you go <laughs> at the end of the day though i hope this leads to a good thing in california yeah. and you know helps out people that maybe haven't had a chance but also i hope it doesn't affect the film industry unless it affects it in a positive way positive way right yes and with that everybody now it's time for our featured story of the night some ninja turtles <laughs> yep that's what i'm diving in you got we got the serious we got the fun so i'm gonna dive into <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem everybody this is coming out this summer august uh august shame my, my thoughts that was so small today august 4th let me get into this so the ninja turtles are coming back that's right seth rogan's movie seth rogan's producing this creating this bringing it out it's an animated movie now everybody jackie chan is splinter that's right oh, and they have yeah. te- and they actually have kids playing the ninja turtles this is the first time we have actually like teenagers playing the teenage mutant ninja turtles eating shocker pizza, eating pizza smoking weed in the sewer. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you got Hannibal Burgess is playing uh, Genghis Frog. You got John Cena as Rocksteady. You got Seth Rogen as Bebop. Yeah. You got Ice Cube as Superfly. You got uh, who else we got? Here? We got Paul Rudd as Mongo Gecko. We got Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Ultram. I mean, they have a lot. There's some names I don't know yet. August 4th, this is coming out. But after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic, heroic acts. 
heroic X. Mm. This is what the synopsis is saying. So they're coming out of the sewer and they're coming back and they're going to be winning your hearts in Ninja Turtle theaters moving forward this summer. In Ninja so, Turtle theaters? <laughs> in Ninja Turtle theaters. theaters. Yes, specially cool. themed theaters. Cool. I saw this and it's, it's a big switch because you have them, like I said, actually being Ninja Turtles teenagers and uh, it's the CGI kind of looks like Into the Spider-Verse, which I think is fun. I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, GR says no way. I don't think he's about this. No, like GR is about this. He's like, no, don't give me any more Ninja Turtles. Uh, I mean, I was a, I had turtle power as a kid. I had the turtle blimp. I had the turtle van. I have a chest at my mom and dad's house full of Ninja Turtles. You know, I have all of it at the sewer set. I mean, I love the Ninja Turtles. Like, I, I, I'm a TMNT power boy, man. That's me. I, I had, I had one of, the, I had one of the sets where like it had the ooze. And you could dip oh. them into the ooze, but like there's yeah, a very nice. limited amount of ooze that you could actually use if you want <laughs> yeah, to. Why, why be a stingy the about the ooze? You know, <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah, just, that's just my nature, man. <laughs> like, why you hold them back careful. on the ooze? So, because I want, because I want, I want to be able to use it again in the future. You gotta say, you gotta save that. <laughs> I, I might need it later, Brian. Is the real answer. <laughs> you might need Absolutely. that ooze for something else. Yeah. Mike, you saw this. You saw the trailer, right? Did you did you like it? Are you excited about this? Does it hit this time? Or do you think this is a bad choice? This is great. Man, they've been they've been hitting solid on on all these animated features. Like a bunch of them have been halfway decent. The ones that I have seen, like I'm I, I think it's pretty cool that Seth Rogen, uh, who's like by the way, like he's a massive weed distributor and he's presenting at the at the Nickelodeon uh, <laughs> he did he was he was talking trash about the CW that's so interesting to me like that that we can have that big of a shift in our society like um but it, it, it's cool it's cool that he that like I I imagine that that audience really appreciated he said the turtles are coming back or he probably said, mm-hmm. <laughs> the turtles are coming <laughs> Tur- back. Turtles. I can see him playing uh, Bebop, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I can see yeah. him playing Bebop. Uh, no, it's it's yeah. going to be great. There's going to be more cartoons. What There was just there was just the Shredder, um, the Shredder uh, Brawler 2D thing that was released on all the platformers. I didn't I don't know if you played that at all, Brian. I didn't play it. Was it was it good? Yeah, it was it was freaking great. It was just like a Turtles in Time arcade. Like I love Turtles in Time. It's such a great game. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's that, such a I great game. Turtles are just a, a timeless series, uh, and I'm pretty much gonna be on board with them just be, just because it's silliness. So anytime you're injecting that level of silliness, even though it's marketing just to sell toys, at least it's it's goofy kid stuff like eat some pizza, cowabunga. Let's Dude. Donatello fix fix some fix machines, some shit. Fix you some know? Machines, oh yeah, be, be leaders and also Raph like be a little cranky at our parents. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the exchange at the end of the, the trailer where they're talking about they call it ooze. She's like she says someone's like no ooze 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 and they're having fun with it. That's oh, fun, you know. It's it's leaning into the teenage aspect, which I think is great. Jake, you saw the you saw the trailer. What do you think? Are you excited about this? Is this something that you would take your daughter to, or are you like this is not for me? Uh, I it's uh, I'm excited about it. I'm gonna watch it before I let her see it. You <laughs> That's, know, smart. That's probably a good call. A good, I think it's a solid move. Um, I don't know. My first exposure to the turtles was my brother explaining how uh, who was it wasn't Shredder was the teacher Krang. Correct. Oh, you splinter, splinter. You're talking about 
Splinter was the teacher. Shredder Jackie was Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, he got killed in a, the back of a garbage truck. Is that how they got rid of him? Oh, Shredder got killed yep, in the back yep, of a garbage threw truck. Yeah. Threw him off the building into the garbage truck. Into the garbage truck. Yeah. Yes. And that was like my first exposure. I was like, that's an interesting way to do that. You know? <laughs> so I'm excited. Turtles. Yeah, Turtles is cool. Yeah. Turtles. So, and, you know, the, Charlie's really into, she loves Monday Night Raw. She like laughs. Nice. She thinks Which it's is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, she's always asking for when the people throw each other. Like that's what she calls it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think I'll watch it and then we'll probably check it out together. If there's bodies flying, we'll have fun. If it's papa, papa, when are the people throwing each other again? <laughs> people throwing each other. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. I'm like, well, we gotta if wait until Monday night. We can watch. It. If it's anything like the uh, like the Into the Spider Verse stuff, like the, the animation looks cool. Yeah, GR looks says Cowabunga, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Cowabunga, oh, yeah. dude. If it's if it's Absolutely. anything like that, and, and Seth Rogen apparently is a big Turtles fan and he's doing it, so you no know, he, he, yeah, which. Hopefully, having a fan do it will make it even better. Yeah. You know, well, I think it will. He's got, he's got a thousand friggin' comic book properties under his belt now, so I can't imagine that he's gonna be. I, I bet. I bet he'll actually put in some input as a producer rather than just saying, "Okay, we'll put out a new line of toys." Like, we'll just. He'll, yeah. he'll probably at least read the script and go, "Ha ha, this is funny." Like, this is stupid. <laughs> he'll cross it out and write some notes, which will make it a lot better. I would imagine. Like, he cares. Yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta believe. He's got a great cast too. So, and the kids are all pretty much no names, which is great too. You know, give some kids yeah, some opportunity, yeah. throw them in there. And I was, I was skeptical at first, but when I heard their voices and them playing, I'm like, this, this is great. This is fun. You know, I think it's going to be a fresh breath of air for the whole franchise. And hopefully it does well. They did the animated ones before and it didn't, you know, it did all right, but it wasn't like this. You know, the first one, it didn't hit. They did one animated one and then they went back to making them CG with real life, which, you know, it was okay. You know, it was okay though. They had two of those. It was all right. But this the, looks the like Michael, it's more the Michael Bay ones. Yeah, they were all right. You know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not, not so saying much. they were masterpieces, <laughs> man. I'm saying know, something. You know, they happened. They happened. You know, and uh, they tried something, and it didn't really hit hard. You know, that's just what it was. So this looks like it's more back to its roots, more back to the soul of Ninja Turtles, and. You know, I'm, I'm all for it. I'll check it out August 4th, everybody. You're in, if you're into Turtle Power, August 4th, Turtles are coming back. T-U-R-T-L-E Power. Power. <laughs> On the half shell. Yep. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. <laughs> they need some vanilla ice in this shit, man. They need some vanilla yeah, ice. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm a big fan of the second one, even though people kind of hate on it a lot of times. Still a big fan. So, And if you're a wrestling fan, Kevin Nash was Super Shredder. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, everybody, thank you for joining us here on Cruise Control. It's been a great Monday. Been a lot of fun having you both here on on Boys Night. Boys Night. (laughs) This is called the Mitten Crew. I know we're all here from Michigan. The Mitten Crew. (laughs) (laughs) The Mitten Men. The Mitten Men are back, everybody. (laughs) There we go. It sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. Anyways, all right, get out, get out your mittens, guys. Get out your mittens yeah. and join the men. Keep those hands warm. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad we were thinking on the same wavelength. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being here tonight. Appreciate it as always. Love having you here. It's an honor every time, brother. Jake, thank you for being here. Thank it's you. hard to do this. Appreciate you as always. 
Everybody you. out there, thank you for watching Cruise Control. Please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your kids, tell your dogs, tell your cat, tell your little chinchilla back at home. Tell them to watch Cruise Control. Subscribe if you can. We love you so much. Thank you all for being here tonight. As always, we hope you have a very lovely Monday. Enjoy your night, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Take Turtle care. Power. Turtle power. <laughs> Turtle power, yes. See ya.